This episode is brought to you by CBD Brands Direct. CBD Brands Direct is an online retailer for a wide variety of CBD brands and products. They are your one-stop shop for everything CBD. From topicals to edibles to ingestibles, they've got you covered. Ignite makes a broad spectrum gummy that are precisely dosed and delicious. The gummies contain 20 milligrams of broad spectrum CBD each and are vegan and gluten free. The gummies come in a wide variety of flavors including lemon, cherry, and orange and can be ordered in packs of 2 or 10 depending on your needs. Ignite products are thoroughly tested and are made from hemp derived CBD extract. All products from CBD Brands Direct ship to the continental United States. You must be 18 or older to order and be sure to check your specific state's regulations. Visit CBDBrandsDirect.com, that's C-B-D-B-R-A-N-D-S-D-I-R-E-C-T.com to order. And use the offer code BEGONIAFM, all one word at checkout, to get 20% off your order. Make sure to use that code to let them know you came from us. Thanks to CBD Brands Direct for sponsoring this episode and all of Begonia FM. Greetings, Earthlings. I'm Nick Jaley, and this is the Pork Rinds Podcast. Joining me all the way from Kansas City, Kansas, is John Vandervelde. How you doing, buddy? Doing all right, guy. How you doing? I am great. Uh, Before we get to our ideas here, just a little bit of follow-up from our last episode. We try to be thorough inventors here. Uh, Turns out they do make smart ovens, but... I think they're really lacking on a lot of the features that we wanted in our design. So I think there's still a market for what we came up with. I was honestly disappointed. I was like, when they used the term smart oven and I looked into what they could do, I was like, it's not that smart. It's like three or four features. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, we were building a smarter oven. Yeah, smarter. Yes, that's what we do. We're just, we're smarter. Um, Mm -hmm. Hit me with your idea, John. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready to invent something. Let's do this. What are we doing? All right. All right. So staying on the same spectrum of things beeping at me, but going on the opposite end of it by a better alarm clock. I, for years, have struggled with waking up. I have like three or four alarm clocks. Mm-hmm. We live together. You know how that how I that do. goes. It would wake me up down the hall and it would not get you out of bed. No, wouldn't stir. I have three in a <laughs> row for a whole hour, and I wake up for the last one. That's the only one that I remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have to constantly cycle certain sounds, like certain ringtones, so that it'll wake me up. Is that so Like you don't get too used to a particular tone and you're able to sleep through it? You have to set it to something new so it's alarming, if you will? No, <laughs> yes, no, 100%. No, that is what I... Uh, that the first alarm clock that I have, which is set for like an hour before I'm supposed to be up, mm-hmm. probably a better way to do waking up, you know, but I'm sticking with what I do. Yeah, but, I think uh, the science said you says you shouldn't do that, but I think a lot of people do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do that. I, I, I set like three alarms. So, okay, 
alarm clocks not good using a phone has basically become a substitute what what's the solution here what are we looking at well i've seen like before there's i know there are different types of alarm clocks for people that are like deaf like a hydraulic one that lifts the bed a little bit sure or like vibrates the bed yeah i feel like i could be still not woken up by that i feel like i could get used to it i'm a hard sleeper um my idea would be something like maybe a few years in the future when Elon comes out with this Neuralink or something like that that just fires a neuron in your brain that like tells you like time to get up, stops the REM cycle, and gets you going. Wow. We're going to... I, honestly, <laughs> there's I really don't know if there's anything that I would not get used to. We are going for Android technology here okay um and not the phone company uh okay <laughs> okay so i'll pitch you this i will say like with my current smart home i have it set up to my lights and you can set up a a feature on it to where whatever voice command you want to give it like hey wake me up at this time the settings for waking up you can set like a song plus a volume plus your lights plus anything else that's connected so you could have like your lights fully come on, a song play loudly, maybe a song that you enjoy, and you could have like your coffee brewer start because you could have like a smart outlet with that. And maybe all those combined would get you up. Start with that, like the, that might help. the music at the beginning of 2001, A Space Odyssey. It's like, bah, 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 bah. I know my singing's beautiful, but we can't sing anymore because of copyright stuff. You guys get it. <laughs> the problem with like the the sound and music thing is like I started off like before phones were really good with alarm clocks. I had a boombox in my room mm-hmm. that you could set to turn on at a radio station or something like that every morning. Normal alarm clock setting. Sure. Um, and that worked for a little bit, but eventually my dreams just had a soundtrack. And a radio DJ talking to them. Interesting. And there's no amount of volume. Like, what if you put no. like a home theater system with like a subwoofer? I had like it was one of the boombox that had the two like detachable speakers that you could put in certain areas. I had that classic 2000s item. And then I had bought like aftermarket little JBL like surround sound speakers, and I'd set them like in different corners of my room, and set it to. 45 i believe it was like to where it would just like come on just and what what uh, songs were you waking up to or was that that was the radio yeah it was radio station at one point i had the new guy soundtrack which Mm -hmm. worked for a while opens up with the james brown song nice so just a little bit of like crazy funk hitting your first thing in the morning nothing wrong with that yeah worked for a little bit eventually james brown was in my dreams Again, nothing wrong with that. That's not, that seemed, that's more of a solution than a problem. But uh, okay, when we're talking about waking up to songs, just a quick anecdote. My brother has always sworn that Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve is the perfect song to wake up to because it like goes quietly for like a minute and a half and then it has that beautiful boom where it hits and it's this nice you know symphony going on yeah, in yeah, the yeah. song. No, and it starts lightly with that... Was it... Uh violin at that point yeah yeah i can't sing too long because copyright stuff i get it i'm good <laughs> four notes four notes that's all you get 
Was your uh, boombox like one of those five or three CD changer ones? It was sick. Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that. I, I, when I'm picturing them in my mind, it's like that brand, like Iowa or Iowa, like A I W A. I feel like I so many people brand, had yeah. yeah those three disc changer Iowas or however you pronounce I think it. Mine actually was a Sony, possibly. Mm. Man, you're a fancy a little, kid. The three disc changer that just kind of like popped out. Little tray that spin around, you push a button. So cool. Yeah, and on the front, you can yeah, disc one, two, or three, or you could just put three discs that you know are all awesome in a row and just get it going and press play. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like playlists and iPods before any of that technology came along. 80 minutes of CD. Yeah, (laughs) man, those mixes were the highlight though of. Like you could really show off yourself to somebody by the mix that you put together. Oh yeah, and ruin your computer at the same time getting those songs. I wasn't a music downloader. I was I was a CD buyer. Oh yeah, yeah. just load them onto the computer and then create your own playlist. Mm-hmm. So my brother was that way too. I never created the musical library of my own. I never had taste until my twenties. And now you got Spotify, where they're just like, here, here's every song. So. Yeah, here's things you'll like. Uh, okay, so back to waking up, though. I'm, like I said, a little bit that way, too, to where like I will set multiple alarms to wake myself up. But I've found recently, since getting the smartwatch of whatever brand I chose, no free ads here, it has this tapping feature that taps your wrist awake. Mm-hmm. And it's made more specifically, I think, for those like with spouses that have conflicting wake-up times. Mm-hmm. But it is effective, I've found for me. Interesting. I might, I might have to try that because uh, I. Problem is, I've never been able to wear a watch, so maybe I could get it to the point where, like, I at least wear it to bed or something like that. And I'm the exact same way. In fact, in a, another podcast I recorded a long time ago that I was editing the other day, I was talking to the the co-host on that show about how I couldn't sleep in a watch. I was like, oh, I've actually gotten past that at this point since recording that episode. I'm kind of proud of myself. Uh, but no, it, it does take a little bit to get used to. But like, maybe we can make this technology comfier to wear. It's just there to wake you up and tap you awake. So if you're not a watch wearer, it could be like a like a sweatband or something soft yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, like or maybe a sleeve go, that you put on. Yeah, it goes around your ankle, not your yeah. wrist or something like that. Interesting. Uh, tap me awake. Tap me awake. Just a little little pulse right up your arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe with yours, it could include like like a dog collar aspect to it. If you haven't got <laughs> yeah. up within 10 minutes, it starts actually shocking you. <laughs> maybe just that sound. One thing I haven't tried is the sound of your dog throwing up in the middle of the night or doing something that are not supposed to be in the middle of the night. Because that mm-hmm. is one thing that will get me up out of a dead sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll maybe just try that. Just pre-record some of those sounds yeah set those as your alarm. but then you'll start sleeping through that and then when your dog actually throws up you're gonna sleep through it don't do that to yourself <laughs> setting myself up for failure <laughs> girlfriend's gonna love me yeah <laughs> okay yeah that or like 
just some like uh, contraption you'd see like in a 90s film in a kid's bedroom that would end up pouring like cold water on your face. Mm-hmm. You know, at first it'd like feed your goldfish and it would do a few other things in your bedroom and then it would drop like a bucket of cold water on you. Is it called a Rube Goldberg experiment? Or machine, but yeah. Yeah, there's something where a series of things happen to wake you up. It's a great poll. I think you're right. Yeah, maybe you need one of those machines. That does like all the things. It, you get the tapping, the lights come on, the 2001 music playing, and then if nothing else works, it starts shocking you and drops water on you. I think I need to just get a special effects guy to come in and like work on my house, like a little set studio guy. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. We get some hydraulics over here. I need you to make the curtains so they'll like open up and close really quick. The lights need to flicker a little bit, all on a timer. Well, just make like the walls like how they shoot the Mandalorian, where it's those really high def screens that they're using instead of green screens that gives you actual lighting. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not shot on a green screen. I guess a conversation for another time. Yeah. But, uh, your walls, why not make them enormous screens so like you could have the sunrise in your entire Ooh. bedroom? Just this beautiful awakening, and then the coffee machine has to be a part of this machine as well, right? That does. It's got to. Drop the beans, grind them up. That grinder will help wake you up. That sound, you're like, ooh, that means coffee's coming. And it's loud. Although I can say, you can get used to that grinder going off. Mm -hmm. Because I make my coffee every morning. Girlfriend used to wake up. Now she just sleeps straight through it. I was thinking maybe more the Pavlovian response Mm -hmm. to the coffee. Mm -hmm. It might might hit me. Mm -hmm. What about that smell? You know, like once it's like yeah. brewed and the aroma and you got the sunrise, all this stuff combined. Yeah. One thing that you did mention that I have never tried was the lights. I might have to might have to try the, the smart light or something like that and get that. Because that is, I have heard people talk about the uh, natural light waking you up or just that progression of light raising. Mm-hmm. And I, I sleep right below a window, and I that's the one window like where I'll never close the blinds on it. And it's usually the window I leave open here because it's west-facing here in L.A., so it brings in the sea breeze. Mm-hmm. But I found that since I've been sleeping here, instead of like the dungeons I would sleep in you know, when I was younger, I would make my room as dark as possible. That mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot easier to wake up now. And I, I'm sure some of that has to do with age and other factors. But I'm also going to factor in that that good old sunshine. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't really know if we came up with one specific solution here, but there was a lot of problem solving. So I think this was just a help John segment here. So appreciate it. Hey, well, you know what? I'm sure lots of listeners out there have the you know a similar waking up problem. So maybe we're helping just more than you. We're just, we're helping everybody. Talking it out. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, before we get to my idea for this show, we're going to stop one more time to hear a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by CBD Brands Direct. CBD Brands Direct is an online retailer for a wide variety of CBD brands and products. They are your one-stop shop for everything CBD. From topicals to edibles to ingestibles, they've got you covered. Caliper CBD makes a dissolvable powder that provides a precise 20 milligram dose of CBD in each packet. The powder is flavorless, sugar-free, THC-free, and it dissolves into any food or beverage. 
Caliper CBD has a 450% higher bioavailability than standard CBD oils. That means you absorb 4.5 times more CBD into your body and get the full powered results you deserve. It contains no calories, and is made with non-GMO ingredients, as well as being vegan and gluten-free. All products from CBD Brands Direct ship to the continental United States. You must be 18 or older to order, and be sure to check your specific state's CBD regulations. Visit cbdbrandsdirect.com, that's c-b-d-b-r-a-n-d-s-d-i-r-e-c-t.com to order, and use the offer code BEGONIAFM, all one word, at checkout to get 20% off your order. Make sure to use the code to let them know you came from us. Thanks to CBD Brands Direct for supporting this episode and all of Begonia FM. Okay, welcome back. I have an idea here, John. All right, let's hear it. I might be pandering to the people on this one, but we wouldn't be a credible source of innovation without at least having the conversation. So pander away. I was not the one to think of this but it needs to happen and the discussion needs to be had. We need a high-speed train system here in the United States. Oh, so bullet train action. I do love a train. I love a, in a film when there's like a a rough and tumble on top of a train, but again, that's a, that's a a tangent here. Uh, Watch plenty of Westerns. (laughs) So like a high-speed train travels at like 200 miles per hour. So that's like your LA to New York would be, 14 to 15 hours and then with a couple stops here and there uh but i don't want to get too caught up in the logistics of the trains because i feel like every month you see some buzzfeed article or somebody's written some op-ed on how well this would work in the united states and so that that's not what we're here to focus on i want to focus on how can we make the train experience better you know like what this is going to happen one way or another it's basically be a, a subway system for the continental u.s but I want to focus on just the different aspects of a train. So Wi-Fi has got to be top notch, right? That's what yeah. you'd oh, expect. Of course. You at no point going through a tunnel, anything, you don't want to lose your Wi-Fi. You want to be able to FaceTime whoever, show them all the stuff that you're seeing. That's rule number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get bored on a train. Next, food has to be good. Like worth it to go on the train like almost that's the trip itself and i was thinking a little piece of this could be you know of chicago and new york there's a train between the two probably to get to the midwest on the northern side Mm -hmm. you could have maybe popular chicago and new york chains available there like some deep dish pizza or uh some wings from new york or things like that where you're like, ooh, I, when we ride the train, you almost kind of plan out your meals that way. And then you don't feel like you have to stop off in the city. It's like, no, the train will give you most of the experience of this city, but get to where you're These getting. major brands that like are the major companies that like big pizza company in New York or Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, like some Giordano's, something like that. And you could do it, again, for like all the cities. So, you know, we're pretty biased. Kansas City, stop through. There's some barbecue on that train ride and. Out here in LA, maybe they send you back with some seafood or tacos, things that we do well. And I think that just drawing in on the geographic aspect that you're like on the ground and you're not on an airplane and you're kind of experiencing these places as you go by to try to draw that into the experience. 
Yeah, you get a cultural experience while you're looking at it completely. And mm-hmm. now is this train going to be above ground? Is it going to be underground? As you mentioned subway, I think underground all the time with subway. But if it is going to be at all like through a major tunnel, like maybe going through the mountains or something like that. Mm-hmm. One thing I'd say is have a, uh, a panorama car that you can see out through everything. And yeah, like a glass dome car. <laughs> That's what you're saying, like where you can see everywhere. Yeah, but bringing back your idea from my idea of the um, with the Mandalorian with the panels of uh, screens that once you go into a dark tunnel like that, it begins to project a fly through the mountains or something mm. like that or a flyover of the area that you're going through so that you could still like it's not just like, oh, it's dark and there's a light flashing in my eye every once in a while, you know. This actually segues perfectly into one of my other ideas. I was I had in there that each guest on the train just gets a VR headset, like in the same Ooh. way you get like a blanket on a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have your games, films, things like that. So you don't have to worry about big screens covering up the real view. And then that was going to be my answer if people wanted to like sleep or or yeah, if they're getting motion sick or if they're going through a tunnel and that freaks them out, you can just put that on. And honestly, that's probably the more cost effective option it probably would be here it's giving everybody a <laughs> vr headset is a lot cheaper than like let's make the whole train an led screen let's go for it <laughs> i but i like your idea of like a glass tube train like an yeah. observatory train just give people the option to see mm-hmm. but you could also with the vr you can program that yeah but if, if you're there like going by the grand canyon or something like that you want to see it and sure they'll have the little windows but then you have the whole car because they don't have the they're not going to let you on the observatory deck or whatever they used to call those pieces on the end of trains where people in old films would hang out you yeah, can't yeah. do that anymore so maybe you but, could have like a train that almost gave you that experience but with your vr headset it doesn't have to be like you know like a cartoon look to it. You can have just the um, real life look and you can set up cameras all around the train so that like, I mean, once you go, like say they have an overpass over the Grand Canyon, yeah. you're going over it and you just like look down at their VR headset and you're looking straight down into the Grand Canyon. I got it. That is smart. And like maybe they program it to where your chair is still there so you don't have that like, oh God, I'm in the, just suspended above the air. Oh God. Right, but, right. Yeah. yeah, you don't get that roller coaster feeling too much. There you go. Okay, so that's what's happening with the VR sets. It's solved. And then yeah. I, I thought also, like, maybe with the VR sets or something, I'm a man of trivia, a man of competition, a man of knowledge. Oh, yeah. I love a good trivia game, and the toughest part is getting everybody in the same room to do it mm-hmm. and having somebody organize it. Because once that's happening, once you have a group of people and one guy's up there with a microphone. You see drunk people at bars every week doing trivia because they're just all in the bar and there's a loud person with a microphone asking trivia questions. Yep, it's, yep. it's super enticing. So there's got to be something like that or like the game you play at some sports bars on those little handheld devices. Mm-hmm. Something. Same thing that like takes your check and everything there at like yeah. one of the TGI Fridays or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So we need train car trivia. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what do you want? I, 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 I have a few other ideas, but I feel like I've been going on a tangent. Say you were going on a six hour train ride. What was something maybe that I didn't name there that you'd be like, I'd really like if this was there. Um, 
I still, I really like the being able to just see everything around me. Mm-hmm. And if you're going through like certain areas of, I I'm, I'm a history buff. I love like just hearing random things that happened long ago in cities. Right. And the United States aren't, isn't that old. So there's not that much rich of history, but you still can get like certain things. Like, and say you're going through Ark city in Kansas, there's, a I think a hundred thousand year old uh civilization or like settlement there or something like that. Wow. Yeah, that they just recently found. But yeah, finding out stuff like that, you just like little tidbits that you can just like press down on a little tab. Mm-hmm. And you'd be in a prime location because basically every sketch I've seen for the most part, although some of them have a train going from Chicago west. A lot of them have uh, one going south and west out of Kansas City. Oh, really? Which would be yeah, awesome. Because you we yeah, you could always hub back in the day. Yeah, well, it's right in the middle. I mean, for you, basically, any trip would be seven hours or fewer. Yeah, central location. Like you, you could potentially come out and see me here in LA. Like you could get off work and grab the last train and be here like by midnight. God dang. That'd be cool, right? I mean, and It'd I know be that beautiful that, to yeah, just have a like and that a can be done with like airplanes, but airplanes are yeah. insanely expensive and terrible for the environment, and not sustainable in the way that they're operating things right now. Yeah, so, and you have to make sure you get to the right plane. Whereas, like here, it'd be just a train that makes these stops. You mm-hmm. just gotta catch just like a subway. You gotta catch the right time. If you miss it, oops. Yeah, just, just catch <laughs> the next wait. one. Yeah, it's a fast train. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah that's about that's about the end of my idea um but before we end the show here i got a little surprise for you a little new surprise segment all right uh here we go it's important as inventors to be aware of what the people want and i thought a fun game that we could play to get in the mindset of the people is as follows i'll read you three product reviews of a random product each okay. clue revealing a little bit more. And after each review I read, I'll give you a chance to guess what the product is. Your, going to, your goal being to correctly guess the product with the least amount of information. Yeah. A couple of disclaimers. I might use the word blank in space of a word that I deem might give too much away. Uh, don't worry about naming brands. You know, no free ads here. I'm just looking for what the product is. And uh, I'm also not responsible for grammar errors. I'm reading the words of the people, and that they are as is. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to play a certain point of review? I like this. Yes, let's do this. Okay. Today's mystery product is rated four and a half out of five stars on Amazon, and it has 4,975 reviews. First review five stars nice looking and functional without drawing a lot of attention to itself what do you think it is i'm assuming some form of initial thought is just electronic but i don't think that's actually right um Yeah, I'm not sure. Household item, I'm, I'm thinking immediately. Okay. Do you want to you wanna wager a guess here before I get on to the next one? 
I got nothing. Okay. Second review. Five stars again. After having some time sitting in front of this blank, it occurred to me that the top shelf could be positioned to face the front. As it is designed now for the shelf to face front, then the blank is sideways. Not a big deal, and I still love, but some more thought could have been put into design. In the second photo, I demonstrated how I believe it makes more sense while sitting in front of it. Well, I, I'm thinking desk right now. Okay, still in the household, thinking desk. But, yeah. Is that the blank on the side being changed kind of threw me off a little bit and, and also most of the time desks are then the blank is sideways yeah you got a guess here for us I mean my guess is desk guess desk desk is yeah. incorrect and I don't really know how any of this will work but I'll just say like you're warm by thinking of household items you know I'll, I'll give yeah. you that uh, in the okay. future I don't know if I'll how this will work. And I, I thought about giving yeah, you yeah. points that didn't matter, but then I was like, that's just going to complicate it. Like we should things. have like a category. It can be broad categories, mm, but like. Mm, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that next time when I'm reading like, okay. you're, you're an ideas just, man. Just like our ideas, we're working through it. We're working through Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay. Third review. One star. This thing looks like it would be great, but it wobbles every time you touch it and it's too awkward tearing the blank off the blank. Plus the holder for the phone is a little small. I miss the wall-mounted thing that didn't wobble and rattle. I won't send it back, but I really hate it. Is this... Is this like a... Uh, for some reason I'm thinking like a... A tray for the bath or something like that. Ooh, yeah, very warm. Very warm. Is it like a TV dinner tray or something like that? Mm, no. Is it? I'll give you. I'll give you one more. This is whatever you say next is your official guess. Do you want me to read the final review one more time? Yeah, go ahead. One star. This thing looks like it would be great, but it wobbles every time you touch it, and it's too awkward tearing the blank off the blank. Plus, the holder for the phone is a little small. I miss the wall-mounted thing that didn't wobble and rattle. I won't send it back, but I really hate it. Is this a shower rack? It is not. It is a toilet paper stand and dispenser. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Man, that, was, that was a little bit difficult. I at least got to the right, like, you were, you, you, room. You, were, you walked in the house. You found the room. I mean, and just think if I had given you a category off the bat, you know, and you yeah, yeah. guessed after the first one. Okay. I'm going to say that this segment is a success. Would you be willing to play from a certain point of review? another time i absolutely would well fantastic and everybody out there you can play along as well i want to thank you for listening and if you want to contact us and tell us how bad our ideas are 
send an email to hello at begonia.fm or tweet us at porkrindsfm. And if you go to our website, begonia.fm, check out that merch tab. We got a, re- a lot of really cool stuff there in the store. John, if purple made a sound, what sound would it make? Splat. <laughs>